Do and you guys do you guys title each one of your uh, podcasts like give it a funny title? Yeah. Do you have one for this? Well, I mean, obviously, Road to the Pussy. I don't know if you can get away with All that. All right, let's do that. <laughs> I'm Jay. I'm Adrian, and together we are the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. One hundred and nine of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies and Happy St. Patrick's Day or Patrick's Day or Patty's Day or whatever you want to say. We say St. Patrick's Day because it's all about cats. It's all about the pussy sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are joined- We're off on a great part, aren't we? Off on yeah. a great start. We are joined here today and so many of you guys have been anticipating this because we've been talking about how excited we were to have this special podcast episode with none other than... Isabel Alvarez with Covered in Pet Hair, her own podcast, amazing podcast. Um, and a boozy she's, podcast. A boozy podcast, yes. Uh, and she's, uh, we've just, we've hit it off, we hit it off with her from the get-go. Yes. And um, we were so happy when she told us uh, that she had, she too had a ghost story like we did a few episodes ago. And we were like, hey, how about we do St. Patrick's Day yeah. together? You tell us a little ghost story and we do some fun stuff. I'm so, so glad that you had a haunting, but honestly, I've just missed your face. Yes. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. You guys had me pumped up with that music right before we opened up. That was elbows for St. Patrick's Do you get to choose that that sound or do you like change it up every episode? Well, we change it up for certain people. Oh, it's very St. Patrick's Day. I felt very in the in the spirit. Yes, exactly. That's Speaking the whole point. The whole point spirit. is to yeah, put us in the spirit. Okay, so is it green? Is it a green drink? I, I hope so. You know, I, I mixed everything together as instructed in the shaker, and we are going to open the shaker here together today. Um, and this is this so is, yeah. So what we're doing, everybody that's listening that can't hear anything but a shaking of um, <laughs> of ice sorry. is um, we are pouring drinks for St. Patrick's Day. Um, because Isabel has a, a boozy podcast and, you know, we do too, basically. We don't call it a boozy podcast, but we should. Um, <laughs> it's unofficially boozy. It's unofficially boozy. Uh, so we're all <laughs> going to be pouring drinks. While we're pouring drinks, Isabel, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself or anybody that's listening that doesn't know who oh you are? God, yeah. Oh my gosh. Already on the hot seat. Okay. So I am Isabel Alvarez-Arada. I am the host of Covered in Pet Hair, a boozy show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio and YouTube. And I am boozy and I love pets. Cats and dogs specifically. Don't talk to me about other pets because I don't know anything about them. But I was a pet sitter for 12 plus years professionally. So I worked with cats and dogs and I adore them both equally, believe it or not, because I know some people tend to go one or the other. I am equally obsessed with both. And I talk about cats and dogs on my show while having drinks with my guests who are pet pros and enthusiasts like you guys yes okay so you're so you've, you're establishing that you are bipetual bipetual 1000 percent. all right okay so that looks milky and delicious what is so, in that it definitely looks milky and delicious Jay, what is it? Says, i'm like that, that looks, looks gross, gross. <laughs> <laughs> most people in the podcast can't see it but it's like a it's like a i don't know what kind of color that is it's, uh, it's a, called, it's, it's a called monkey vomit green is what it's called. It's called a shamrocked shooter. Ooh. Yeah, girl. What is in it? What is in it? Tell me what's in it. We've got a little Irish whiskey. We've got mm-hmm. a little melon liqueur. And then on top of that, I got a little Bailey's Irish cream. You know, <laughs> all together in a little shaker like that. It looks like. I smell the whiskey. Yeah, girl. 
Oh, 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 oh. Okay, well, I don't have anything green today. You don't, I don't have, have anything green today to drink. Okay. So green is here. This shirt is somewhat of a tone of green. Okay. There's, so a, there's just... an, a rainbow and some, you know, shamrocks. Yeah. But my drink is cat specific today. Do you remember on my show where I told you that I needed to get shredded coconut and I didn't have it for the lint roller drink? Yes. I present you a lint roller. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, All right. <laughs> Cheers. Wow, that looks pretty. I haven't tried it yet. My husband said, don't inhale when you drink it. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah, that was, Can you imagine? That's really that, good advice. Yeah. Oh my God. This is good. Huh? It is good. Is yours good? Ooh. Did you inhale? I, mean, <laughs> I did not, but I, I'm covered, not in pet hair. I'm covered in coconut shavings. You're going to be taking off your broad and I'm like, what's, what's this one? <laughs> what's, what's your husband's recipe for this one? Okay, this is not his recipe. We obviously found this online. I think it was the Daily Mail who had like a list of like 10 cat specific drinks. And this one, of course, is the most interesting because covered in pet hair, lint brush, right? Lint roller, sorry. So this has coconut water, coconut rum, and lime juice in it. I yeah. don't know if there's anything else. And of course, there are there's shredded coconut for the garnish, but it's tasty. It's very tropical. It very very tropical. nice. Yeah, it looks tropical. Okay, this is cool. Hey, on this podcast, you can drink as much as you want. If you slur your words, it, it, it just, just makes, makes it, it more better. funner. Funner, more funner. Funner, more funner. We're ready. We're ready. So yes, I, you know, I told my executive producer once, I really had to edit this, this show before sending it to him on Pet Life Radio. My executive producer is Mark Winter. And like, I couldn't even send him what I got from Zoom. I couldn't send it because my guest got so boozy. <laughs> that I was like, I don't think this is good for their business that they would share this. So I edited it before sending it to my editor, my, to my executive producer to edit further. Oh, um, wow. And he responds, he was like, that's what you get for calling it boozy. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so then I took that to heart and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get boozy too. I'm gonna get real boozy. And sometimes yeah. I do, depending on my guests. I love you so much. <laughs> I would just like to say for anyone listening that that person that you had to edit before you send it to your editor was not us. I know everyone. No, it was not. It was not. I didn't have to edit anything. You guys, everything was perfect. I mean, it was perfectly boozy. But we've made it, we've made an exception to our day drinking rule today yes. uh, in honor of getting to spend time with you. And obviously St. Patrick's day, St. Patty's day. This is my favorite uh -huh. St. Patty's day celebration. No driving home. Just booze it up. I love exactly. it. Exactly. And, and for us, in our, in your closet. Do you know what's fun? fun is that? You know, it's a little dangerous. So this is, I have those ingredients, the whiskey, the melon, liquor, and the Baileys. There's not a drop of anything else. This is nothing but alcohol. So oh, yeah. that could be dangerous. The melon is also alcohol? Yeah. Oh. That is what makes it dangerous is there's no mixer in there, right? Right. But it's delicious. It doesn't taste mm. Wrong, you know, and, it's like and, drinking just whiskey. And Jackie's coming to us today from Ireland. Oh my gosh, welcome. <laughs> I'm so Wonderful. sorry. I just I just do a really bad accent that comes out every now and then. It's more of a Scottish thing. accent, but those of us and bad. so if for those of you that are in Ireland very much get that it's a that it's a Scottish accent, but those of us in America, it's like, oh yeah, she's got her Irish on. <laughs> 
Americans have no idea, including myself. No hate toward the Americans who don't know how to recognize accents. My husband loves to do accents. And unless it's like a really obvious, like maybe German accent or like when he calls himself Vladimir, you know, the Eastern European, um, then I get it, right? Like then I'm like, okay. But sometimes he'll do like a British accent or an Australian accent or a Scottish accent or an Irish accent. I'm like, I don't know. It's one of those. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's, it's one of those. And he's not very good at it either. So like, you know, that's why I'm confused. I can't wait till we can, uh, we need to do a double date sometime. Chris will make bad drinks and Chris will do good drinks. And then I, I think there's a trip to Las Vegas in our future just to see you guys. Yes, yeah, I know. Jay's please. already getting her Excel spreadsheets together to share with you. <laughs> yes, another, another little fun fact about Isabel is she's a nerd like me when it comes to like business and, and type A. Type A. Type a. Crazy yes. type A. I'll take nerd. I'll take nerd. There, uh, there, there are worse ways to describe that. You are, yes. you are a super hot nerd. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Super uh -oh. hot. Thank you. Likewise to Jay, yeah, right? Like, yeah, I go to <laughs> All right, let's jump into the haunting, right? Because okay. when we did the podcast, we had our pet sitter and uh, our pet sitter Sarah and our um, kinesiologist, kinesiologist Camarilla, because they. They were the survived, ones that experienced right. this um, this haunting that we had in our house. If you guys didn't see that, you can go back on Previous. YouTube or Facebook or Spotify or pod whatever on our podcast but and you, listen to it. But you saw it and you're like, oh, my God, I had a haunting, too. Yes. Yeah. You've been as a pet sitter. So it's as a pet sitter. So that's what's interesting is that I was pet sitting when it happened. Stop. Go. I'm okay. Every, every detail. So same, kind of the same thing, but it was dogs. So I was doing an overnight pet sit with dogs and the, in the afternoon for the first visit I get there and I'm going to the bathroom like it's you know I'm alone in the house the dogs actually didn't go upstairs but the room where I was to stay was upstairs so I go upstairs put my stuff down go to the bathroom and I'm like TMI sitting on the toilet and I can feel that I'm being watched <gasps> my first instinct because of technology was is there a camera in here but I had known the client for a really long time. She was a single woman in her, like, maybe, like, 10, 20 years older than me. So I was like, come on, Isabel. Like, what does she want to see about you going to the bathroom? Like, really? Does <laughs> she want that? <laughs> exactly. She doesn't need to know any of that. Why does she care? So I talk myself out of this, like, kind of, like, feeling I have. Forget all about it. Go about my business. It's, like, evening. I feed the dogs, eat some dinner, watch some TV, cuddle with them, go up to bed. And at some point I fell asleep and I wake up. So just imagine my, this part of my head is on the pillow. Like I'm facing toward the door. I'm in the bed. It's like a king, a queen size bed, nice room, super comfy. And I feel and hear, I feel breath and I hear I'm here. <gasps> no, no lie. And I, how do you feel breath when you're your hair and your ear is on the pillow, but I felt it. And like, you know, how you get like the, the hairs stand up on, on end, like on your, that happened. All my, my chest was beating out of my heart. Like I, my heart was beating out of my chest. Like I could not catch my breath. It, it was like, like my breath just like kind of like left my body for like a second. Of course, like intellectually, I'm like, what was that? <laughs> instinctually I was like that was like the thing that was watching me earlier just told me they're here like that was confirmation that there was somebody watching me or something watching me it was not a camera 
camera did not whisper in my ear. And I kid you not, I'm somewhat spiritual. So I was like, I don't, I think I even invoked Jesus. I don't really, I'm Catholic. So we pray to God, not Jesus specifically a lot of the time. So I'm like Jesus, ancestors, spirit guides, whomever I could think of in the moment. I was like, please help me, please help me. But I, I couldn't leave. It's Where like, were the dogs? Were the dogs the They dogs? were downstairs. The dogs were downstairs because they they weren't allowed to go up the stairs. And there were no bedrooms downstairs. So the dogs, like, I don't know if the, the spirit was always upstairs. I don't know if the spirit saw the dogs, if the dogs knew the spirit. I don't know. But at that moment, I was completely alone. And I could not leave because I'm being paid to stay overnight with these dogs. And I I had already had staff members that did not like that house. They said it was spooky. So finding somebody to take over for me at midnight was impossible. And then like for the subsequent days would have been impossible because nobody really wanted to do that house. And you couldn't ask your employees to do it and and tell them what. Correct. Like, can you imagine? I was like, hey, can you just take over? So my business partner had stayed there at the, she's no longer my business partner. My business doesn't exist anymore, but she had stayed there prior and she had already told me and she's kind of sensitive to the other side. She's a believer. She's like, talk to mediums. So she was like, I believe it. She was like, I believe that house has a, like a feeling. There's like a feeling about that house. And I had to stay, but I never saw or felt or heard the ghost again. I feel, and this is what I wanted to kind of like deliberate with you. Did you sleep in the bed every night or did you start going downstairs sleeping on the I had no choice. I had no choice that, so the, the way that the house was set up was basically super dog friendly. The client had like, both dogs were incontinent. There were these beautiful sheep dogs and she had everything kind of like baby, baby proofed, puppy proofed, pee pee proofed. And the couch, like I couldn't leave the the cushions down because the dogs might pee on them. So I was scared that like, if I slept downstairs, they were gonna pee on the couch with me in it. It was like a more wooden couch anyway with like separate cushions. So it wasn't really like a comfortable couch to like sleep in. So I just had to suck it up and sleep there. But I feel like the ghost didn't really want to hurt me or scare me. They just wanted to confirm that they were there and they were watching me. And it was a woman. 1000% the voice I heard was a woman's voice. Oh, wow. Did you ask the homeowner? Uh, did you tell the homeowner? You didn't? I didn't have that kind of relationship with her. She was a super long time client, but she had been very boundaries. Like she had set some really serious boundaries. She had the same dog walker for like five years and like barely even like referred to her by name. She was like very like you know, like you do your job and I'm going to do mine. And that's why you're here. And like, it was like a delineation. Like we were not buddies at all. Um, she was just like very business. And so like, I was not going to be like, Hey, I think there's a ghost in your house. And I do believe that if she, if there was a ghost in the house, I think she knew about it. Cause she had a lot of like voodoo type stuff in the house. I think like new Orleans, think new Orleans, like, I don't know if she was from new Orleans, but think new Orleans, like voodoo shop where a lot of people buy that stuff as a souvenir, but it was a lot of it. Like, I think that there was maybe like culturally, she was like aware of voodoo or something. It was a beautiful house. Don't think like weird, like voodoo shop, but like there were items in there that were like, hmm. And she had a ton of Louis Armstrong pictures on the walls. So I knew she was like probably from Louisiana or like, just like loved Louisiana. So my business partner and I talked about this a lot. And I feel like we were like, she knows if there's, if there's a ghost there, she knows it. 
And like, yeah. she definitely doesn't want to talk about it. But yeah. the ghost wanted me to know she was there. Or maybe it doesn't actually bother her because that was us when when Sarah, our pet sitter, was telling us the story. I was like, well, you know, there have been like some stuff like we had some like look like a blood spatter. I didn't know if it was rust or if it was what, but it would clean up on the on the bathtub every time. And then it would come back and I would clean it up. And I thought, well, I know this guy died in the house. And she's like, you didn't think it to tell me any of this. And I'm like, well, no, I just didn't. You know, it doesn't bother me. So a guy died in your house. That I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Yeah. But we knew. I mean, we knew. And it was like, a, yeah, it, was, it has to be disclosed. Right. Real yeah. estate law. Well, the, well, it was we, we, we the homeowners. Yeah, and it we, was we their... bought by owner. It was for sale oh, by owners. Okay. But they were kind enough. We made a relationship with them, and they were kind enough to tell us about this. And it wasn't like it was like right. They were taking know. care of him. He was elderly. He was elderly. He was, he was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what. Okay, so that's what makes me think. Okay, so this is. I've been thinking about this a lot since I had. Obviously, it's been like eight years since I had this experience. Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be like eight years now. And obviously, since you guys shared this story, I've had time to think about this. And I think that these people are just really comfortable in this space and stay there, maybe. But they become territorial over it. I think they're cool with like new homeowners coming in or new residents coming in. They kind of accept it. But for somebody who they have no idea what purpose I served there. Yeah, like right. this woman was like, who is this person and why is she here? And she's, I'm here. She told me I'm here and like whispered it real close to my ear. Oh, so freaky. Have you? Oh, ever... I, I died. I, you're like, <laughs> I died a little bit. And then I died. You... I died. No, I died. Like it was like, it was like all the, the, the breath left my body. If I, I probably turned every shade of red, green, whatever in the process of like, you know, like processing what had just happened. I mean, I'm getting like worked up just thinking about it. Not in a bad way, like in like an, oh my God, I can't believe that happened kind of way. Did you, did you, uh, did you try to speak to the entity mm -hmm. at all no, for no, the rest no, of your time? No, sage, no, 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 no. You know what? I didn't want to give it life. I didn't want to give it life. Like literally, I didn't want to give it life. I didn't want it to come back and like interact with me. I wanted to be a respectful guest in their house like the client's house and the ghost house. So I was like, okay, I recognize you're here. I'm going to make the bed every morning. I'm going to make sure I leave my shoes by the front door. I'm going to pick up my after myself more than I normally would just to like not piss off the ghost. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. And That's since that fun. moment, have you ever been in a situation where you feel like you've heard a voice again? No, but I did have like, I do, ha I have premonitions. So like, I've always been one of these people that has like, some kind of something that I don't really want to explore because I don't like that kind of stuff. It makes me uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to know, like if, it, if I'm only going to find out the good stuff, then I'm, I'm down. But if like, I have premonitions about bad stuff, like I get really worried that they're going to happen. So I don't like explore that part of me. Um, I had like some, like, uh, not therapy. Like it was like this, like, yeah, kind of like therapy session. It, what is it called? Craniosacral therapy. And it kind of turned into like, me like talking or I felt like I was talking to my husband's deceased best friend who I never met in life what? and the therapist was like yeah believe that she's like that's happening because of, of all people for me to like check in with somebody I never met but like I felt like he was telling me like I'm ever present in both of your lives like I'm still around like I'm still I still know about you and I'm like watching but like not in a creepy way but like I'm you know I'm I'm here. Right. 
And so like, I believe in all this stuff. And I, my business partner had gone to a medium while we were in the office. And she said that the medium always talked about flickering lights and that it was her dad coming through and like, no lie. Like, so one day in the office, I saw like legs walking into her office. There was nobody there. Oh my God. Stop with the chills. It was like, it was like Dockers and like kind of dress, brown dress shoes that like an older man would wear. And I was like, did you just see that? Like, obviously nobody's here. Cause like we had a, we had the front door locked and it was like a doorbell situation to get in. So I do believe that I have the ability to see things at times if they want to be seen, which I don't have like an ability to like check in on my own. Uh, but so I believe that stuff. And Beth was like, Oh my God, was that my dad? And I was like, I don't know. Was it your dad? Did I just see your dad come into your office? Is your dad in your office? Like, I don't know what's, what's happening. <laughs> oh my. Wow. Yeah. I love ghost stories because I, I believe in it. Right. Like I believe that we, we, I mean, we don't know anything about yeah. the other side. We don't know about the spirit world if you want to talk about it. And yeah. I'm drawn to people who believe in this stuff. Like I've had animal communicators on my show. Uh, you know, I've had, these animal communicators say that they can connect to pets after they've passed, right? So, like, I believe in all that. With pets, why wouldn't it be possible with humans? Exactly. That's the perfect uh, transition because I want um, everyone here to know a little bit more about your podcast. Obviously, anyone who's listening already has clued into the fact that you are one of the best, like, people to listen to. You are so – you have the best energy. I am just <laughs> – podcast is the best podcast ever created yes can you share everyone what it is what inspired you just a little bit about for anyone who doesn't know oh my gosh so funny this just dawned on me it was actually a little bit divinely inspired okay so this is actually kind of tragic I had a business for 12 and a half years the pandemic hits it's an in-home pet care business dog walking pet sitting we did some dog training as well I'm in El Paso. My business is in Northern Virginia. That's a ways of a way to go. And I have no intention of living in Virginia anytime soon because my husband's military and we're posted here. And we're going to be posted here until the army says we go somewhere else. Hopefully we'll retire here, but we don't know. Like as a military family, we have no control over that. So the pandemic hits and Virginia says that they're shutting down for three months. Immediately I was like, my business is done. Because after three months, assuming it was only going to be three months, which we know now it was not. No. I was like, I'm not going to be able to go. I had just had my second baby. I Mila was born in February. The pandemic hit in March. Wow. I was, thank God, because I delivered with a fever. Like if I, if it had been COVID time, she would have had to be taken from me and all that stuff. So like it was, I think I had COVID, but that's a whole other story. So when I went into the hospital, had it been during COVID times, like it would have been drama-rama. So I'm so grateful that she did not, uh, was not born during the pandemic, but like three months would have been mid-June. My baby would have been four months old. Like I wasn't going to go rebuild my business in Northern Virginia. And what was I going to do it six months later when she was eight months old? I had an an older kid too. He was two, two and a half when she was born. So like, I knew that at that point, my business was done. There was no way I was going to rebuild something. It took me 12 years to build. So I called my business partner. We both agreed, like it's done. Like we were a a thriving six-figure business, multiple six-figure business with 20 employees and I had to lay everybody off, do the whole thing. And if I had been local, I would not have closed. I would have done the whole PPP loan and then, no, 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 no. 
but I was not local and I wasn't going to put that on my business partner to like build up a business while she was actually, she's a, she's in rescue, very heavily in rescue. And you know that during the pandemic, every rescue was slammed. So she didn't have time. And she also wanted to have a second child. So we had a really nice discussion and we were both on the same page and we closed the business. And I was like, I don't know what to do. It was really traumatic. It was actually super traumatic. And I was, my business was my everything. It was my baby, just like my babies, just like my dogs are my babies and my kids are my babies. And it was such a source of pride for me and such a source of inspiration and creativity and allowed me to like meet so many people and manage awesome people, build this amazing team. And so it was traumatic, but like eventually I got over it. So like, like a few months later, I'm feeling better. I'm sitting on the couch watching TV for the first time in forever because I just had a baby. So you don't get to sit and watch TV by yourself at all when you have a newborn, right? Especially like a toddler and a newborn. And I'm watching the show, watch what happens live on Bravo. And if you've not seen it, it's Bravo specific. So like, I love the housewives. I love all those trash TV shows. I love them. They're like my like guilty pleasure. And I'm watching and what Andy Cohen, the host does is interview just Bravo celebrities and real stars in the real world of Hollywood that are into Bravo. So he plays games with them. He um, asks them questions about like, you know, what they're into, what that situation was like, situation, you know, like any late night show where they like kind of like get into like what was filming that movie like, yeah. or, you know, what was it like working with XYZ? And another show that I'm super, super into is the Graham Norton show, which is British. And Graham Norton is also a late night TV show where you get to know these stars. And I was like, something said to me, something in here, in here. That's a, no, it didn't say I'm here. It said the pet industry needs this. Yes. This in the pet industry. And so I was like, yes, we have such awesome people in the pet industry. I've always been such a fan of the people I meet at conferences, my colleagues that are, you know, at first you think competitors, but then you become like friends and you help each other out. And we, I mean, I just love the industry. And I was like, I don't want to leave the industry. I've worked 12 years in this industry. I'm attached so it kind of came to me. And then I talked to an animal communicator friend of mine, Tim Link, who, um, if you don't know Tim Link, he actually helps people communicate with their pets, whether they're living, they've passed. He also does lost pet work, which is amazing. Like he will literally find your pet and be like, hey, they're waiting for you to come home. Where are you? Like, what's going on? Some pets say, I don't want to come home. Some pets say, like, I'll be there in a minute. Some pets say, like, I can't find my way home. Right. So, totally other di different conversation. But yes, that's what he does. Something in me said, call Tim and ask him if he thinks that this idea has legs. Because he does a podcast. He's been in the industry forever. He does a lot of like media. And he's like, you know, I'm talking to Mark Winter next week. Let me ask him if he's interested. Mark, and Mark was like, I'll, talk, I'll take a call with her. <laughs> so the funniest thing about this whole situation is that I'm like, Mark and I have our call. And he says, like, what makes the show different? Pet Life Radio has 70 pet-related podcasts on it. It's right. been, they've been podcasting before podcasting was a thing. Right. I mean, this is a very like well-established network. And Mark established it ages ago. And he was like, what makes your show different? So I'm like, no, we connect on a personal level. And I'm like giving him all the things. And then I say, it's boozy. And he was like, done, let's do it. Because it's like the only thing that hadn't been done, right? He's like, okay, you can connect with people a little differently over like a drink and all that. Yeah. So he was like, let's do it. And it's yeah. been great. It's been so yeah. much. 
We, I've watched that episode. Uh, what is his name again? I'm sorry. Tim Link. That was my first episode. I asked him yeah. to be the first guest. And it was so fun. And it was like, yes, this is exactly what I should be doing. When you it's asked us, we were lucky enough to be introduced uh, introduced by uh, Rita and Linda with the Cat Behavior Alliance to you. I don't know where you've been our entire last I know. I know. Likewise. Existed and we didn't even know. And so, <laughs> of course, I go down the rabbit hole. And I was I always, and this is like the most embarrassing thing for us. If you were to ever go to our YouTube page and like sort by you know oldest to newest it's like oh god that was our and I was like that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go to our very first episode so I went down the rabbit hole with you you have a such a gift for interview though yeah you I mean I just want to like you're, you're the kind of person that I'd be up till three o'clock in the morning just chatting with yeah you have such a gift for this so thank you I do like to talk to people and especially because I get to choose my guests I choose people that I'm interested in getting to know right right so, so Yes, exactly. So I'm like genuinely curious. Today I'm actually dropping later tonight because I'm going to be late because I'm doing this, which is totally fine. Totally worth it. Um, <laughs> um, I might be a little boozy when I share it, but it's already ready to go on YouTube. I just have to put the finishing touches on it and share it. But like I interviewed uh, Abigail Whithauer, who is the founder of the Rover Chase Foundation. And she and I talked about service dogs, service dogs, all service dogs, you know, the issue with it not being regulated. Um, we talked about, I'm an Airbnb host, super host. And I asked, I told her what like Airbnb hosts don't want service dogs and why. We talked about all these things, but really I just wanted to ask her about her hair and like, oh my God, you're so cute. And like, how long have you been doing this? And I learned that she was, you know, showing dogs as a kid and she trained service dogs in college in her dorm. Oh my so like, God. Oh, those are the things I want to learn about people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and the pet community really just has the the most amazing people in it, and and most interesting people, and people with the twist here, and people with yeah, not it's not like everybody are robots doing the same thing, and it's right. really exciting. Yeah, everybody's and there's so much need in the pet in the pet world, right? Like so much need, and so everybody's finding those needs and filling it, and it's so much fun. Oh, I I just I love your podcast. I love you. Thank you. Likewise, so likewise. How long have you been doing the podcast now? I launched. My, yeah, uh, not even two years. Uh, December of 2020. Wow. It's like you, it's like you found your, I don't know. I, just I love it. So perfect for you. And I will tell you, because I am a mom who is super dedicated and I was like obsessed with my children in a, an unhealthy way. They were unhealthily obsessed with me. And this gave me my own thing, a different outlet to like, you know, connect with adults and have adult conversations and get inspired in a totally different way than, you know, let's play with this. And oh, wow, look at you. Did you say that word? How exciting. ABCs. Like, you know, this is all wonderful, but like, there are a lot of facets to moms, like moms. And then the first few years we get, you know, we get like, kind of like we, we focus on being a mom and we forget all the other parts of ourselves. So this gave me like a way to kind of remember who I was and like what I loved about my career and the people that I worked with and connect with other people, especially during a pandemic that was yeah. hard on everybody. An outlet. Yeah. Well, and you've really been like on the, on the emotional roller coaster, right? I mean, like you, you kind of like the death of a dream when the pandemic hit and you're in the beginning business, of a dream, yeah. right? But also the birth of a child, right? When it's starting. I mean, what a craziness. Talk a little bit about, cause you are, you're, you're a superwoman. Um, yeah. Talk a little bit about. You do, you're, you're Airbnb. Yeah. Like you're you just doing have Airbnb. The... You've got two human children. Right. That are two and four now. That came out with like. Three old dogs. Three old dogs? Do, do an senior? intro of everybody. Let's get Okay. Through. So my husband is Chris. 
he needs some management too. Let's be honest. So I have to manage him, my two young children, three old dogs. Titan is 14 and a half. Radar is 13. And Kira is about to turn 11. Oh, okay. Radar and Titan were pretty sure are losing it in many ways, like more ways than I want to get into, but like losing it in every sense you can lose it, including accidents in my house. Right. So super time consuming, but like such a joy to see them doing as well as they are, regardless of their age. And they're like, you know, like old age stuff that they have going on. Uh, Probably a little cognitive decline. Mm -hmm. And then Kira is 11 going on like four, really. She's like a border collie mix and she's like so energetic. So she's the, she's like, I, some, a neighbor came over today and I was like, it's like an old folks home for dogs here. So like, just know that these are all old, like, be careful. Don't knock them over. Don't step on the little one. Like they might not move like a normal dog would. So just, and then I do, I manage a, an Airbnb here in El Paso, um, which is, it's been a, a big learning experience. It's a lot of work. A lot more work than you think. It's not my Airbnb. I manage it for the owner. I do property management. I've always done property management as like a side thing. And then I write. Yeah. Hold on. You do property management as As a a side hustle. Yes. Well, I mean, in the, in the, you know, military lifestyle, you move a lot. People need somebody to manage their property when they like PCS somewhere. So I'm like, I'll do it for you. So yeah. So PCS. Well, yeah, what is PCS? PCS means that you're moving, like a change of station. So oh. like if I were to if I were to leave El Paso, I bought this house. So we would need somebody, either we sell it or we would need somebody to manage it for us so that you know we could have tenants in here. Need, so yeah. It's been a mile. Yeah, you Take need a sip. sip. We're already on. we're already refilling. I'm like, I just I just finished my glass, so okay, my first good. glass, so I have to get another. This is I really- will say this oh, is yeah. a delicious drink. But yeah. it's hard to like drink it fast because of all the debris. All the flakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you have like pretty stuff on your drink, it is it makes it difficult to actually. Yeah. Like, I should have had like a like a shot of tequila like right next to it. I'm a, I'm a tequila yeah. girl. So yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, I do a lot of things, and you know what's funny? The pet industry is awesome because there was one of the other things I do is I write. I write. I contribute to various magazines. Um, I ghost write for businesses or business owners that want to blog every week, but don't have the time. So I ghost write for them. And then I blog as myself for other businesses. And the reason I'm writing so much is because a former colleague in the industry referred me to a magazine group. They were like, she was like, she's a pet photographer. We've always networked together. And she was like, you we're looking for new writers. I know you've been writing forever. So do you want to write? And before I knew it, I was writing like weekly, then like more than weekly, like my, I'm, I write for Mount Pleasant magazine and the cover story I wrote for that's for this issue that's coming out. I wrote it. So like, who knew? (laughs) Who knew? Awesome. No, it's all the friendships. Look, so you have kids who are super social. Maybe they don't focus on their schooling. Let them be social. Let them because that's how I I swear that's how I've made it as far as I have in life is just making connections with people that I like enjoy their company. That's it. So you've always been social. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, but what is your day? Like, what do you have? Like a, being a type A, do you yeah, have like, like a, a routine that you like quadrant all off the, like, okay, right now I'm going to go do property management and then I'm going to have to write this. And then I need to edit this blog. <laughs> and I need to, oh yeah. My mom, I, I, try. I try. I try. I try. Yes. How, how but no, I will say that having children has been the most humbling, disruptive thing that's ever happened to me in my life because I was always a planner. According to my mom, I've been making lists since I was like two years old. Okay. Like literally like been like lists, like I packing my own suitcase as a toddler and telling my mom all the things that I needed to go in that suitcase. Right. But kids don't, kids, kids don't let you do that stuff. The military lifestyle doesn't let you do all that. Like, like we could get like a call tomorrow and be like, oh, you're moving or wherever, right? Like, you don't, was. yeah. Like the past made the, my marriage to my husband moving away, leaving my business because I got married, like having children, a pandemic hitting has taught me that like, you can plan all you want, but things are just going to happen. So yep. I try to plan my day, but I mostly plan my tasks. So I will say like tomorrow I need to do these three things. I don't know when I'm going to do them, but I'm going to do them. And sometimes it has to be like at 9 PM once the kids are asleep and I'm like writing a blog, right? Like it just, you have to be flexible when you have this much on your plate, right? Like if one of the tenants needs me to put in a, a you know, a service call for some appliance, that doesn't work. Like I've got to drop everything and just do that. Right. Right. Oh wow. my God. So yeah, it just, I try, but I, and I will say I have the most supportive husband ever because I yeah. don't believe that a lot of spouses, especially military spouses, are really given the opportunity to explore careers and like things outside the military. Really, like it's a full time job just to support your 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 service member yeah. because of the fact that you don't control where you live. You don't control anything. Uh, but my husband has always prioritized his career and mine. And that is not common. And that is something to be celebrated. Wow. And he is such that a is hottie, something. by let's, the way. Let's toast to Chris. Chris. For this. To Chris. And guess who made me this drink? Uh, of course. So, yeah, that's Chris. a follow-up question. He is such a, he, would, he, he's been, he makes your drinks for every show, right? Does he have professional? When he's home. When he's, when home. he's home. Okay. If he's home. He travels a lot. So he's not always here. And I have to make them myself. <sighs> Neither one of us is, is a bartender. Neither one of us has ever bartended. He's never worked in restaurants i worked in restaurants and hospitality by the way jay i worked in hotels too stop way back in the day yeah not front desk i was a sales manager for a, like various chains but of yeah yeah You're so bougie. i'm not bougie i'm not bougie i worked very closely with the front desk not bougie no <laughs> i worked very closely with the front desk the front desk does not get its due credit at all they're heroes uh, yeah, they are. And they're the ones who have to tell our clients why, like, the sex convention is here at the same time as, like, their family vacation. So, yeah, we would book. We would book. We, yes. Did I? We, no, we would book, like, whatever conferences and family reunions at the same time. And, like, we would let the front desk let everybody know that, like, they're in there with, like, an S&M convention. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually able to like uh, sometimes I, and I never wanted to be in sales, but I, I love our sales team at the at the Radisson when I worked at, before the win when I was at the Radisson 
in Tennessee, in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, but I was able to get like deals and I would bring it and be like, you need to come to out because they're friends of mine or something that are head nice. and then bring it to the sales department. So the sales department loved me. You should such a wasted talent though. Okay. So my general manager, I started in the hospitality industry as an executive assistant to the sales, to the director of sales and the general manager and the director of sales were both like, she's obviously able to do more than this. Like we need to use her personality and her ability to connect with people and put her in a sales position. I did not enter the industry in that way. My sales manager, my director of sales and my general manager would never have left you not in, like you would have been moved to the sales department. So uh, yeah, no, not my general manager. I got a $200 bonus though, which was huge to me. I'm a $200 bonus. <laughs> I filled the entire hotel from, because it was college students that were coming over to, and they, and one of our friends was, uh, was property management over this um, this uh, what, apartment complex that they were building? It wasn't done before the beginning of because we we're a college town. It wasn't it wasn't done before the beginning of the semester, and oh so they had to find a place yeah. to put all of the students until it was done. And I was like, ding, 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 come to the Radisson, and <laughs> <laughs> I got a two hundred dollar bonus. They were there for like four you should have gotten more money for that. But yeah, yes, sure. yeah. But you didn't need the general manager. He was he was no, uh, he was yeah. We called him Satan. Walking through. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, I, Mr. Knight, if you're watching. Well, I, was, I was trying so hard not to say his name. Because <laughs> I was We've incriminated a lot of people today. A lot of people. Yeah, right? But she likes that's to say her names. For. But I do have to say, let's, let's have a toast of gratitude to everyone that's been a bump in the road that we thought was at the time. Because if it were not for that, it would have messed up the path. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, we would not be sitting here with you exactly. today. So, Including the path including yes. the pandemic because it's had a lot of negative for a lot of people but it's put us in places where we may not have put ourselves before yes exactly a lot of silver lining yes. a lot of silver lining i have to say that uh, jody richardson is here from australia i love you jody she and cat behavior Hi, alliance are dear linda and rita would like to know where that convention is at <laughs> the snm con- the- oh <laughs> okay i'm assuming probably i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna incriminate people because I think they would want to be to get the shout out. That's the only reason I'm going to share their names. I don't know if they exist anymore, but there were two conventions every year that we hosted at the Hyatt Regency Capitol Hill, literally across the street from the U.S. Capitol. Oh my God. There were two S&M groups. Black Rose was one of them, Rita. And (laughs) Odyssey was the other one, Linda. Okay? Just know. Google it. And I will say they rented the entire meeting space. I think we have like 50,000 square feet of meeting space and they rented all of it. And I will not, this is not, I don't, I don't want to go into the details of how it was set up, but there were, it was very active. They were, <laughs> teaching, active. they were teaching techniques and people were trying them. I will say that. That's where I'll oh, leave it. Oh, oh, oh wow. Oh my God. And no, a- no staff member from the hotel was allowed in that meeting area. Luckily it was like underneath, it was like the basement kind of. So it was really nicely set up for something like that. So our our security director had to stand by the escalator and only allow people from the conferences down. Nobody, not housekeeping, not anybody was allowed. They brought all of their own people to manage the conference because what was happening was so private that was only for the eyes of those attending. Wow, there you go. All right. And then we also welcomed regular people coming to DC, you know. They just mingle in the lobby together. 
Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. And I will tell you that people who are going to an S&M convention, they look like they're going to an S&M convention. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they're not dressed like in their happy St. Patty's Day shirt. Right. So when you're coming back from the tour of the Capitol with your 12-year-old, it's like, Yes, 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 yes. If it was, if they could get away with it legally, they were wearing it in the lobby. Oh my God. Okay, so oh this is, Lord. I know we're going way over time. We try to keep these at like 35 minutes and you've got work to do today and we still, believe it or not, I have work to do today. Yeah. But I feel like this is a good time to play a game that you introduced us to that we totally, uh, the Jay really sucked at and somehow uh, won. Or did she beat us all? I don't she know. Exactly. All, but it was unique, <laughs> right? I mean, it was like, so we learned this on uh, Isabel's amazing uh, podcast covered in pet hair, boozy podcast for pet lovers. And it's called Two Truths and a Lie. And yes. so we're going to start with Jay, who's the champion of the world. Why do I always have to start? Because you're the smart ass. So you have to you have to say two truths and a lie. And then Isabel and I are going to try to guess. Okay. The Actually, maybe just Isabel, because there's not much I don't know. That's true. That's true. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give, okay, three, three, three things, right? Okay. Um, in high school, I was, um, actually a, not an all-star, but a pretty good volleyball player. Um, I was also, I was also good at softball. Um, and I also did, uh, sign language to music. Oh my God. Like. Like the rose. The rose. <laughs> Remember really that show? Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> That's really specific. Okay. So what yeah. do you think? What's the lie? What's the truth? So you're almost a varsity ball, volleyball player. You're an all-star you softball player. And well, okay. you <laughs> do sign language to music. Yeah. I mean, this is in my past. In, in, high in my past life. Is past life. In the past life. <laughs> So if I say I was a welder, we all know that that's not, that's the lie. Um, okay. So I'm going to say the softball thing is really cliche a little bit, right? Like, because I'm a lesbian. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious that that would like, that's what came to mind. I'm like, so I don't think that that you would say that to perpetuate like some you know stereotypes so i don't think you're gonna say that so i don't know about the volleyball though you'd strike me as you could be a really good volleyball player i'm gonna go with the last one because it's so weird like you're gonna have to explain this whole sign language to music thing and how somebody who plays softball really really well all-star softball player and almost pro volleyball player is now involved in signing to music okay so that's <laughs> okay the lie is volleyball. I have never been good at volleyball. Watch ever. Look at the face. Look at the face. <laughs> I would have totally, I was like, I played volleyball and I was terrible at it. And I was like, I would never play volleyball against Jay. She would come. Well, like, I actually liked the game. Like it was kind of fun. I mean, the concept was fun. Um, the setup was fun. But every time I had to like hit my hands, it just, I did not like the feeling of hitting my, the ball to my hands. It hurt. Yeah. I just yeah. didn't like that. Yeah. I, didn't like, I was good yeah. at softball. I played softball since I was like. I have her Letterman jacket with the softball on it. Yeah. How cute. Did she get you a gift? I, well, it just kind of lives in her house and yeah. I think it's mine. <laughs> okay. You just, you just 
own she it just, now. And I keep yeah. it. Yeah. I yeah. love that. That's so and, cute. And sign language is the true thing too. Yeah. yeah. I did. Uh, yeah. I was heavily involved in my church when I was in like high school and we had a deaf ministry where we would oh, sign wow. songs to usually the hearing, <laughs> but sometimes there was a deaf person in the audience. They were but called, we were, we were called the singing, singing hands. hands. Well, cheers to that. <laughs> okay. That's the most adorable, compelling and kind thing I've ever heard. That one person in the audience was probably really grateful to know what the heck everybody was like mouthing you know like pray like you can't so much of praise is music right so like to like not to like kind of miss out entirely on that like cheers i i love that i think more ministries should have that yeah i just say to you though it was fun i actually did love it you haven't had a chance to meet you until i got out of it and then i was kind of embarrassed i was like oh wow well until napoleon dynamite came out and then i was like oh god never tell anybody oh my gosh that is hilarious I have to say though that she, I, I, I'm obsessed with like weird things, but it, you haven't met Jay in person yet, but she has literally the most beautiful hands in my humble opinion. And I I've would only watch, broken like four fingers. I would watch videos of her. Kid. When you come on to Vegas, I'll show you some there on VHS, but it's some of these videos <laughs> of her signing, it is like, right. I'm, like, I'm sure some people would laugh their ass off, but it is literally the, I'm so enamored. I am so enamored. Aww. Okay, so I'm totally basing my two truths and a lie on this conversation. Okay. Okay. Okay, go. I think I'm gonna forget. So let me do it. Let me go. Okay. My husband has very small hands for his size. Uh-oh. My um favorite costume of all time that I was was Pedro. From Napoleon Dynamite. Stop. Oh my God. And um, <laughs> I have I have a I have a shoe obsession with like a specific brand of shoes, and it's it's getting to the point where it's dangerous. Oh shit! I know that that's the truth. Yeah, I feel like that one's the truth. I look so high maintenance that that's what it is. Like you know that that's the shoes. That's truth. No, I know what they are. And I only know what they are because I stalk you because you're my girlfriend. <laughs> and, and her sister has the same, her sister has the same shoe obsession. And I didn't even know what she was saying. And she had to spell it for me. So I know that is a truth. You do have a, a shoe obsession. Wow. Um, you do stalk well. I know. That's what she, see, okay, sissy, if you're watching, this is what I'm talking about when I'm like, what is Adrian doing? <laughs> husband's doing he's right. like my husbander uh for like youtube advice why because he's an expert on youtube all he does is watch youtube videos all the time <laughs> and i'm like this is what he's doing all the time right yeah yeah okay so yeah so the the the, the what the do you shoe, think so the what? shoe is true i'm gonna say i i just i don't know i i just picture chris with larger hands so that is I, the truth i I want to say he has. he has very small hands for his size. Really? Yes. Like, it's really weird. Like, we joke about it a lot. And I don't know if he's he's going to be like, why did you share that? But that's what came to mind when you talked about how pretty Jay's hands are. We always look at my husband's hand and say, gosh, that, they're really small for your size, right? <laughs> how tall? Uh, so the Napoleon Dynamite costume was actually, my, I hated it. But I was Pedro. 
So the lie is that I loved it. I dressed as Pedro when I went with my girlfriend who looked a lot like Napoleon Dynamite. And because I'm Latina, I had to be Pedro. And I was, I mean, I was single in New Orleans dressed like Pedro. (laughs) I picked up zero men that night as is to be expected. And my girlfriend actually was really tall and blonde and like pulled off. I mean, she looked like Heidi Klum. So like, who cares what she's wearing? She still like picked up men left and right. And I was like the short, stocky Pedro lookalike at the bar. So I hated it. And I hope that, I hope that those photos never surfaced. Oh, now we're, now, oh, Adrian will now find them. Adrian will find, find them. them. I think that that friend knew better than to share them. Like, I think she was like kind enough to be like, Isabel looked horrific in this costume and I'm not going to share this on Facebook. Like Isabel has like a reputation to uphold. <laughs> I was awful. It was so awful. So now I have to stop your friend's leg. Okay. Yeah. Our, yeah. Our yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. It was my first time in New Orleans. It was hilarious. And actually, I was talking to a guy and he was like, what are you? Like, what is this costume? <laughs> Pedro? And he's like, I've never seen the movie. I'm like, great. Just, I give up. <laughs> okay. I've never seen the movie either. But I've seen enough no, I have. clips I will. and stuff to know. I've seen it. I'm just usually like, when I watched it, I was always like hungover. And they're okay, like, every- watching Napoleon Dynamite. Everybody, <laughs> once we log off here, please. Do a quick search for Pedro Napoleon Dynamite. I was a very convincing one, I will say. Like I look exactly <laughs> like whatever comes up. <laughs> I got. I think he wore he wears glasses. I think I got a wig. I can't remember, but I looked exactly yeah. like the character. I want to see pictures. It don't yeah, look like don't absolutely make a not. Absolutely. Oh, not. Man. oh my god, Isabel, this is this is amazing. This has been so much fun. I love you so much. Yeah, I, know, I love you guys so much. I know we could just keep talking. Maybe we just maybe we end, maybe we end the podcast, podcast and swap. drink a little bit more. <laughs> well, you haven't done your tooth truths in a lie, Adrian. Oh, so why don't you wrap oh. us up with that? Uh, yeah, there we go. We're wrapping uh, up with Adrian and two truths and a lie. Ah, uh, I should have thought about this. You came up with. The I idea, know. I came so up with the outline. Um. I judge people by their shoes. Ooh. Um, I once saved uh, an entire pontoon boat from being wineless with a pair of tweezers. I cat behavior alliance said, "Keep going." <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the the five of us in Vegas? We all need to go together. Yes, they're talking about a trip too. So let's let's work it we all need to coordinate out. Yes. So Send just... me the dates. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Oh. Uh. And one year in college, I was dared to dress up in a tutu for Halloween. Wait, were you dared or did you do it? Yeah, did you do that's that? Not, that's not part of the thing. I was oh, okay. dared to. There was a, maybe there was a tutu involved. That, that, a tutu. <laughs> that's a truth. I bet you somebody has asked you to wear a tutu, tutu before, for sure. Judging people by their shoes. Hmm. I know you're not a judgmental person in a bad way. Like, ooh, that's not a good enough pair of shoes for me. But I feel like you say, like, that says something about them. The kind of, the, the brand of shoe says something about them. Yeah. That I'm like a high maintenance mom. Rothy's says that about me for sure. Rothy's. 
That's right. Now, I don't actually know brands, but I do. It's just like the shoe. style, the style. Okay. I know. I know. Like, okay. The tweezer. I must say the tweezer. I feel like there needed to be more than a tweezer involved. Okay, go. Okay, right. So the lie is the tutu. No one in my world would dare dare me to wear a tutu. <laughs> really? <laughs> it would well, be too far. <laughs> the truth is that we went out on a pontoon boat for a great day with wine, grapes, cheese, whatever. We were just going to have a day on the whatever. We get out there. It was like me, my sister, her boyfriend, our a, cousin. A cousin. Right. We're all there. We're like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's time to crack the wine. We all we're in the forgot. middle of like Lake Mead, yeah. like near the Hoover Dam, and there's we're no wine opener. The wine, and all of us forgot to bring a wine opener. So while everyone freaking out, I'm going on the pontoon boat, and I found a loose screw screw on the canopy, which I unscrewed with my tweezers that I always carry in my pocket, ladies and gentlemen. Please, if you don't have this multi tool in your pocket today, you're missing out. MacGyver. So I unscrewed the screw, oh and then. I screwed the screw into the cork and then using my tweezers as a lever. Right. MacGyver right here. Yeah. Day saved. <laughs> <laughs> you win all contests. Wow. Tweezers. Okay, so Lady whiskers. Chris is going to need to learn that technique just in case. I have been known yeah. to forget wine openers myself, uh, yeah. especially like, you know, you assume that hotels have them and then they're like, sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes no, they don't. Not sorry. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's great. And he always has a multi purpose tool. Like he always has one of those. They're all over the car. <laughs> He's prepared then. Yeah. Yeah. You He's missed your calling. You should have been an officer in the military. You're ready. <laughs> She was ROTC. It was ROTC. Uh, I see yeah. that. I see yeah. that. Yeah. I'm glad. Again, thank God for the things that kicked us off whatever paths we were on. Right? You put us exactly. on the road to the pussy. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> the road to the pussy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do and you guys, do you guys title each one of your uh, podcasts? Like give it a funny title? Yeah. Do you have one for this? Well, I mean, obviously road to the pussy. I don't know if you can get away with All that. All right. Oh, Let's do that. <laughs> Yes. yes. All roads lead to the pussy. All roads. <laughs> Rome is so over. Come on, y'all. Let's go. I love it. I love it. Well, I, I, again, I am. What is it? Not bipetual. I'm bipetual. So. Bipetual. But y'all, yeah. y'all, you know, you know, you know where your focus lies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love you guys. I love you oh. so much. Okay, so for everyone that wants to stalk you, like I do. Uh, where can they find you? Where are you? What's uh, what's the what's the fastest best way to the best of you? Covered in pet hair, everywhere. I'm everywhere as covered in pet hair. No underscores, none of that. Just covered in pet hair, and uh, I'll Facebook be sharing some drinks with you. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I'm not really active on it. I just I feel like I don't have enough time for that one. Not really, <laughs> we talked about that. So yes, I, I'm trying to do be more active on TikTok, but I am on Instagram and I am on Facebook, uh, YouTube. That's where I'm most active. That where I share a ton of stuff about like just my pet parenting journey, the shows, clips from the show, games from the show, drinks I have on the show, all the things. Uh, and then Instagram, I share a lot of my travels and stuff. And I have a trip to Miami coming up where we have a lot of yummy reservations and a lot of cocktails to be had. Nice. So make sure you're on Instagram. 
Oh, yeah. awesome. I love your Instagram. Uh, your YouTube is amazing as well. Thank, thank you, you so likewise. much. Thank you so much for joining today. us and spending your St. Patrick's Day with yes. us. Um, My favorite St. Patrick's Day celebration thus far. Likewise. Yes, likewise. Cheers. Have one more Cheers, guys. Cheers to you and all of you uh, that are joining us today. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And we will all we will see you all soon. <laughs>